Initiating startup sequence. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. Good afternoon, lovely people. You're listening to Loud and Queer here on Sin Nation. As always, I'm Amy. I'm Chris. And I am Sammy. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. How you going? (laughs) Very well. How that's are good. you? I'm, I'm okay. I'm a bit tired though. Yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's always Sunday vibes. I feel. Yeah, it is. So if today's show is always we will do a news whip whip around and talk about some funky headlines. We got an interview coming up for segment two, and then as always, froth or not. So that's a pretty exciting show. Yay! Definitely stick around for it all. For first, we're going to uh, throw to a local act. This is our Popper Spit with Milk Teeth. You're listening to Sin Nation. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. And that song you just heard was uh, Milk Teeth by Popper Spit, who just did an amazing show at the uh, Cable Tires Ball on the weekend. Oh, I really wanted to go to that. Yeah, same. I, I had some friends' birthday parties, but it looked amazing. Yeah, it did. Good lineup. We're going to go to the news now. So. Who would like to start off? I will. <laughs> My little story, it's tiny. But um, pretty much it's about the Senate report into the bill to protect LGBTI students. And so pretty much the other day it was recommended to be the further de- delay and stuff. And so pretty much last week an online petition that was started um, it was delivered to the Senate with 52,000 signatures calling for an end discrimination towards the LGBTI staff and students at faith-based schools. And this is all from the religious-based freedom debate that happened a few months ago, like late last year. Mm. About I think it was about November, December it all started. And so the, commi- the Senate committee report was released last Thursday with a recommendation for it not to be passed, but it was recommended that it be passed to the Australian Law Reform Commission for, full, for a full and proper consideration. So pretty much this issue won't be resolved till after the federal election now because there's so much debate going on within the Senate and the parties up there. Wow. That's... Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, it shouldn't even be up for a debate, I feel like. I they know. should just be like, hey, they are people. Let's protect them. Yeah. Let's not give them any hate for who they are and give them a safe workplace, give them a safe place to learn mm. and just treat them like Especially people. for me as someone who went to a faith-based school for 13 yeah. years... And, you know, definitely experiencing a lot of very um, interesting, to say the least, attitudes towards me and the things that I would sometimes preach about, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, that's really... Hopefully they can sort that out ASAP. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, like, growing issue. And I feel like the debate is just continuing to be pushed and rise, so it doesn't actually have... Like, a final decision doesn't have to be made. Yeah, um, which I feel like the is... government does that with everything though. Like they just want to prolong everything so they don't have to solve any issues. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel that big time as well. My story actually kind of has a similar similar tones yeah. through it. But um, yeah, should should we get into mine? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I caught the eye of a uh, a Q News opinion piece called titled uh, "Why Australia's Treatment of Asylum Seekers is an LGBTIQ Issue" uh, by Paula McCall and Chris Peppel. Um, and I guess I kind of, um, sorry, my bad, uh, 
This is something I like briefly spoke about when I was hosting last year, and I just wanted to talk about it again because I feel like this came out and it was a good time too. Um, and it, the the, uh, the opinion piece is really good, and I definitely recommend reading it because it, it uh, breaks it down really thoroughly, which I obviously won't do right now. But um, basically, offshore processing camps run by the Australian government have been running for like over five years now. Uh, many people have stated that these camps are inhumane because of the conditions these asylum seekers must live in, uh, with the psychological effect of indefinite detention clearly taking a toll on these people. Um, aside from the fact that the queer community should just care about the issue on a human level, it also does kind of directly affect members of the community. Um, yeah, uh, the article states it's not uncommon for people to come to Australia seeking asylum because of persecution of their sexuality or gender identity in their home country. Um, Australia has chosen to detain and resettle recognised refugees and people seeking asylum in two countries, particularly hostile to homosexuality. Um, to quote from a human rights lawyer, Anna Brown, uh, there's a shocking cruelty in sending men who have sought safety because, of, because they are gay or bisexual to be warehoused in camps on Nauru and Manus Island where homosexuality is criminalised and has been until recently. Um, and where there is no hope for, of a safe and secure future. Uh, these people face abuse inside the detention centres and outside when they're allowed on trips, um, from rubbish being thrown at them to physical and sexual abuse. And uh, public opinion on the necessity of offshore detention is turning. So uh, if you do think that this is something sh to change, now is probably the time to be active on it, I would say. Um, and just a reminder that uh, if that story or any other stories are particularly um, distressing or harmful because it is quite a quite a sad issue um, you can always call Q life on 1-800-184-527 sorry I kind of just yeah. dumped a lot of info just <laughs> <laughs> then no that's honestly I feel like I was really ignorant about the struggles of like queer refugees I really need to take a good look at this article and check it out yeah well it's it's like exactly that they're, they're coming from countries where it is just illegal and there's very heavy persecution for mm. being queer and um, coming to Australia, trying to seek asylum and start a new life where it is perceived to be okay, and then they're yeah just getting stuck in other countries that where it's still really seen as a bad thing. Mm, that's horrible. Well, I have a bit of some good news. Yeah, maybe. let's talk about good news. <laughs> just for a bit of happiness to throw in. Well, I think it's good news. I hope you'll agree. So Mardi Gras has banned balloons and plastic water bottles and said they'll phase out plastic glitter in the parade in an attempt to go carbon neutral over the next five years. The CEO actually said that the organisation was importing three tonnes of glitter That's from China. so much glitter. Right? <laughs> oh, wow. And I thought I had a lot of glitter at home. Yeah. But, yeah, and since glitter is a microplastic, it can um, be harmful to marine life who ingest it and in turn if anyone eats fish you're also ingesting that which is not good and there are biodegradable glitters you can get I know because I've got quite a few gotta have all the glitter so I think it's a great idea great news and I'm really glad they're jumping on board with it that's really good I'm glad they're deciding to do that especially the, the state the world's in now I think it's really yes. good that they're wanting to get rid of plastic and help the environment a lot more for sure yeah, I feel like this is definitely becoming a really common thing, um, I guess because, like, the queer community is, well, I'd say stereotyped, but also it is very true. We like glitter. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it, it was, um, there was a plastic ban at Pride this year, which included glitter. Not everyone yeah. followed it. It wasn't, like, strongly enforced, but it was definitely, like, a thing that is stated pretty prominently. 
Um, and yeah, like it's a very good thing. Biodegradable glitter is becoming like easier to find and it's more affordable. So mm. yeah, it's definitely just super easy to make the switch if you are still using plastic glitter. And also um, some like smaller kind of shinier glitter is also like you can just inhale it if you haven't um, put it like on your face correctly and it comes off, like you can just inhale it, which is obviously doing like direct damage to your lungs. So it's not always worth it. Yeah. I've gotten glitter stuck in my eyes so many times, <laughs> but it's okay. I'm fine. Don't worry. Um, now we're going to go into another song. This is John and Jen with Vampire. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. I'm Chris. And I'm here with Amy and Sammy. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> um, you just heard Choir Boy with Two Lips, who are a band I discovered just a couple weeks ago. They're a part of Deus Records, who are one of my favorite record labels at the moment. They're just bringing out some real bangers, some really great artists. They tend to be more post-punk, industrial, dark wave all that goth stuff. So if you're into that, do check them out. Before that, Christine and the Queens out of France with It or IT. I'm not entirely sure, but great song. (laughs) (laughs) And before that, John and Jen with Vampire. Jen is Jenny Beth, who is also the lead singer of the post-punk all-female band Savages, who are one of my favourite bands ever. And I saw them in France and it was amazing. And... Highly recommend her project on and Jen and also Savages because they're fantastic. Yeah, nice. I'd never heard any of those songs before and um, they were really good. I, um, yeah, I listened to them when they were on the run sheet earlier this week and they're definitely all on my playlist now. So thank nice. you for that. I'm glad. <laughs> they're definitely your bop of songs. So yeah, they're really <laughs> cool to listen to. <laughs> Didn't want to go too slow and sad, but maybe there was a little bit of that in there. Um, coming up on the show, we might be interviewing a uh, very renowned, not really renowned, um, up-and-coming <laughs> drag queen, Stone Motherless Cold, um, a.k.a. Trey Turner, uh, because there is an amazing free festival happening uh, at the Deben Arts Centre next week, um, and Trey is doing a performance uh, titled Drag of Nam, which is just like showcasing um, First Nations queens in Melbourne, up-and-coming, all-stars, all that. Um, so definitely stick around for that. For now, we're going to uh, throw to another song. Um, this is Alex Leahy with Every Day's the Weekend. You're listening to uh, Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. Um, you just heard Gerja by Habits, who are a local act, are really great. Recommend seeing them live if you can. Very theatrical shows. Before that... Um, Brazilian, is that right, Sammy? Yeah, um, yeah, Brazilian. Brazilian rapper Rico Della Sum with Fogo em Mim. That was pretty cool. Very nice pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> and before that, Alex Leahy with Every Day's the Weekend. Yeah, awesome. Um, as I said before, we were um, going to interview Stone. Unfortunately, they could not make it in. But I, uh, I still just wanted to talk about the event that is happening next week because it, uh, it's very good, very queer, and it is free. So uh, definitely mark it in your calendar. Um, it's called Let's, Over, Let's Take Over Programs, The Rebellion. 
Uh, it's kind of advertised as a riot, a rebellion, and a festival. Um, it is on the 2nd of March, uh, over, over a few hours, we're starting at 5, and uh, yeah, it's a collaboration between uh, 9, 15 to 25 year old emerging artists, um, and it's just like a bunch of, some of them are workshops, some are interactive art pieces, some are just performances, straight up. Um, and it's, I definitely recommend going to the uh, Facebook event page or the website and uh, checking out each of the uh, little blurbs for, for each show because the, it, it's really interesting and I'm, I'm very keen to see what some of it is. You do have to, for one of them, you do have to bring an item from home and then you'll leave with that item now being a fashion piece. Ooh, <laughs> um, sounds fun. Yeah, just, that just like gives an idea of like kind of what it's all about. There's also like hip hop dance workshops, um, a welcome to country at the start of the show first, um, a... And one of the events is called Hand Me Down, and um, the, the ending sentence of the blurb is, this is not suitable for anyone with severe latex allergies or is afraid of hands. So um, that just kind of gives an idea of uh, the, the kind of range of, of entertainment we're going to be getting. Um, there you go. And, uh, of course, uh, it's going to be finishing with uh, Stone's show, Drag of Nam, which I'll just read out the, uh, the blurb. Nam's black excellence is in a show of queer, deadly drag, and art. Stone Motherless Cold brings you into the world of drag of Nam, featuring a lineup of some of our most exciting emerging First Nation drag artists. And uh, yeah, I, I assume Zodiac will also be a part of that lineup, who's uh, pretty well known. They like competed for Victoria in uh, Miss First Nations, which is like a uh, indige drag competition. So uh, it's uh, quite good talent showing up for it. That's awesome. Sounds exciting. I want to go. Yeah, and uh, again, apologies, Stone couldn't make it, um, but I definitely recommend still going to see it. Uh, they're an amazing performer, and they're doing really exciting things with drag in Melbourne right now, so I, de- I do recommend. Nice. Speaking of things we recommend, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go into Broth or Not now. What have you guys been liking this week? Um, mine's only like one thing, but Halsey and Youngblood released a song, and it also features Travis Baker from Blink-182. Oh, um, cool. it's the song's called Eleven Minutes, and it is a bip bop banger. I love it <laughs> so much. It's so cool. Does it go it for is... eleven minutes? No, sadly oh. not. Like I would love to hear Horsey's voice just go for eleven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would love that so much. But no, it's a really cool song. It's got a lot of everything in it that I'm just in love with, and it's so cool. Check it Sweet. out. Definitely check it out. Yeah, awesome. Mine's also music-related. Uh, I was really loving Doja Cat and Rico Nasty put out a song together called Tia Tamara that uh, came out recently, and they just they just dropped the clip as well, and it is amazing. It's real, like, 90s hours, like, if you like, like, Tamagotchis and Furbies and stuff. It's, it's that kind of, like, colours and, and style, and it's, yeah, it's so good. Wow, that sounds cool. I'm not familiar. Ah, um, Doja Cat, a lot of people know her from, she released a song last year that was a bit of a meme, and it was like, um, it was just called Moo, like really long Moo, and um, she just kind of like filmed <laughs> it in her, uh, in her bedroom with a green screen, just like in a, in a cow onesie, um, won't recite the lyrics, not, not, uh, friendly <laughs> for, for this Sunday evening, but it's a, it's a really good song, and I just like find her like really exciting as someone who's just like making music exactly how she wants, and not really worrying about like how that affects her brand as an artist. Like, she'll just, like, release a joke song, then a song like this, which is um, collab with Rico Nasty, so it obviously goes goes off so hard. Um, and, yeah, it, it's just so good. Rico Nasty, obviously, as well, um, is just, like, a really exciting female MC right now and doing really amazing things and uh, repping it for the queers. Sick. Well, mine, surprisingly, is not music-related. Wow. Um, I know. <laughs> Who have I become? 
It's actually TV related and I'm going to make this count because one of the three creators is queer, but I did this past week watch the show Russian Doll. Have either of you seen it? No. Not yet, but I, I keep, I like, people keep saying to watch it, so I think I will. Yeah, I also keep saying to watch it. <laughs> it was, like, one of the best things I've watched in a really long time, and I enjoyed it so much, and I love Natasha Leone so much. Oh, my God. She's, like, everything I want to be in life. And, yeah, it's just a really great show. It's, like, it's emotional, but it's funny, and it's quirky, and it's, like deep but also silly i don't know it's just everything that i would want in a tv show personally what's it what's it about because i like someone said to me it's like groundhog day but good so (laughs) (laughs) that's actually a pretty good way to put it um it's about this woman and it's her birthday and she keeps dying and reliving the same day wow yeah (laughs) yeah is it so it sounds a lot like happy death day but obviously like actually Mm. good yeah (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Happy Death Day. Oh, man. Is that like no, a sequel that just came yeah. out? They are making a sequel or it either oh. has just I come out? I think it came out Valentine's Day here. Wow, that's oh, a very sure fast turnaround. I feel like yeah. the other one didn't come out that long ago. It no. didn't. I was really disappointed. Um, the marketing of that film didn't use the line, it's my party and I'll die if I want to. But anyway. <laughs> they had the opportunity. <laughs> they did. As soon as I saw the ad and I saw that wasn't the tagline, I was like, wow, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. Do see Russian Doll, don't see Happy Death Day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to throw to a song now. This is uh, Habits with Gurja. You're listening to Loud and Queer on... Next song. Next song? Okay. (laughs) This is uh, Priests with Good Time Charlie. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation with Sammy, Amy, and Chris. That song you just heard was Aquafina with Ghost. And uh, this is pretty much the wrap of the show. Yeah. And before that was Priest with Good Time Charlie, which is their new track that I really like. Yeah, no, awesome. Great songs, great songs tonight, yeah. uh, today. <laughs> very, very music-heavy show. Everyone's very tired. Yeah, I was having a bit of a boogie in the studio. <laughs> 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 listening to some of those songs. <laughs> They were really good. <laughs> nice. And we do have a few more songs to write, write out on. But before then, I just a reminder that we are on socials. We are at SinLoud on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, we, uh, we have an amazing show coming up next week with uh, the program's director of the Melbourne Queer Film Festival, Spiro. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. The Melbourne Queer, Festival, Melbourne Queer Film Festival is obviously coming up. Uh, is anyone excited to see any films? I'm so pumped. I really want to see that film, Rafiki. Yes, that's like on yeah. the top of my list as well. Oh, that looks so good. It does. I've heard so many good things as well. Like, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm really keen to, to talk to talk to Spira next week about that. Ditto. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, yeah, please tune in next week for that. For now, here is uh, the, f- the final song uh, of, the, of the show. It's uh, Tia Tamara by Doja Cat and Rico Nasty. Loud and Queer streaming live on Sin Nation at sin.org.au. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, SoundCloud and iTunes. Our podcast music is by accident. You can find more of her music on Bandcamp. 
can find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria and find us on Twitter at Sin Loud. 